Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach. Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach. Um, first of all, to all of you, I hope that you are beginning this Chag with some joy, uh, despite all the difficulties in finding joy in this time. Um, there are things to be joyful about, and that in some ways is exactly what I want to talk about. I realized, or I should say, I thought of something. I'm going to let you decide if it's a true realization about Sukkot this year that I never thought of before. And I'm not sure that the holiday has been discussed <clears throat> in these terms, but I'm going to give it a shot, which is that Sukkot is the PTSD holiday the post-traumatic syndrome holiday. And I will explain to you, obviously, what I mean by this, uh, but the more I thought about it, the more it seemed to me to have some real connection to the psychological wisdom of our tradition. First of all, remember that every holiday has a, every Chag has a agricultural and a historical dimension. I'm speaking now about the historical dimension of Sukkot. After Pesach comes Sukkot in the history, the biblical history uh, of our people. And Pesach was trauma. It wasn't only trauma in terms of slavery, although <laughs> That's enough trauma for anyone. But even the liberation was attended by a sequence of traumatic events. The plagues, the letting people go and then refusing to let them go. The standing before the sea and believing they would drown. The moving across the sea and then watching others drown in the sea the facing the desert and not knowing if they would have food or water. All of Pesach is a giant experience in trauma. And remember that being liberated can be traumatic, just like being enslaved can be traumatic. Um, that experience, the experience of the collective trauma of a people is something that Jews know well. Now think about the Sukkot holiday that follows the Pesach trauma. There are four or five dimensions, I guess five, that I want to speak about that specifically address trauma that, e that are tied in one way or another to, to, to Sukkot. The first is Mitzrayim was narrowness, Tsar that sense of being confined. When you come into the desert, you have space. Even the sukkah is unclaustrophobic in its nature because it's fragile. These aren't walls that will contain you and keep you in and there's no escape. In fact, it's like a gentle house. It's a house where you don't feel, if I need to get out of here, I can't get out of here. Not only that, but because there is no covering on the roof, no full covering, there's only schach, 
because there is no full covering on the roof, you can see outside the house. And therefore, from many different dimensions, it counteracts the sense of claustrophobia and narrowness that Mitzrayim had induced and begins to address the trauma of the narrowness of the previous experience. Second, remember that when they went out into the desert, there is one of two um, explanations for what the sukkah means. The desert is one explanation, the harvest is another. The booths that we live in were for the harvest and to some extent representative of the booths that they lived in in the desert, although it seems more that they lived in tents than booths in the desert by the description of the uh, Torah itself, Matovu Ohalecha, Yisrael. How beautiful are your tents, O Jacob? Um, Bilam does not say how beautiful are your sukkahs. But, say the rabbis, the sukkah in the desert refers to sukkat Ananim, the sukkah of clouds that followed the Israelites through the desert as a covering against the brutal heat of the sun. So the idea that you're being taken care of, that someone is covering you, that you are not exposed, that there is a gentle shade over your head and over your life, that also is a calming from the traumatic experience of brutality of Egypt. And then third, the sukkah reminds us that we are not alone. Part of the terror of trauma is feeling alone. But with the sukkah, not only do you have other people in the sukkah, but remember you invite in ushpizin, the characters of history who share your experience and understand your fears. So this sense of community gathering around you, which Sukkot also encourages, because remember in a normal year, you have people in your sukkah. And perhaps you even do this year, but if you do, make sure they wear masks, please. But that idea is also a counter to trauma. And then the sukkah is a unique mitzvah. It is a mitzvah that is shared only by another sort of counter trauma mitzvah, which is going into the mikvah because the sukkah and the mikvah are the two mitzvot that you do with your entire body. You immerse into a ritual pool completely and you walk into the sukkah completely. Nothing else involves all of you. You put tefillin on your arm, you pray, but you can say you pray with your whole body, but you use mostly your voice to pray, but a sukkah, you gotta be all in there. And so since we know that trauma is stored in the body, right? The uh, great um, modern theorist and, uh, and um, I guess healer 
of trauma. Bessel van der Kolk, his book is called The Body Keeps the Score. That is, when something happens to you, it is stored inside your physical being. And so all of you comes into the sukkah. All of you is covered. All of you experiences the love of God and the vision of the stars. And then finally, Sukkot is the only holiday, the only one whose name is an emotion. Zman Simchatenu, the time of our joy. Because what is it that trauma robs from us? It robs joy. And Sukkot enables us to feel joy, which is the sort of counter trauma feeling. And so I think if we think about it, those of you who know much more about this than I may be able to think of other ways in which Sukkot nurtures somebody who's experienced trauma, maybe by the vision of nature, um, by being able to build something when you feel that the world has taken away your ability to create. There's a lot in Sukkot that is healing for those of us who have experienced some kind of trauma, whether it is the trauma of Egypt or the trauma of these past days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur separate from one another, the trauma of all the shocks, both recent and over the last many years that our nation has endured, or personal trauma in one's own life. Whatever it is, Sukkot is here. Sman Simchatenu, to help, to heal, to connect to one another and to God, and to feel joy. Shabbat Shalom, which means a Sabbath of peace, and Chag Sameach, which means a holiday of joy.